Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, aka Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. If I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go, but I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And no, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) That was enough. I know I say this every week. I 100% was not 100% pure love. No, I 100% wasn't going to sing. I know I say that every time. You probably don't believe me, but I am telling the truth. I was going to say, hello, (laughs) it's me, it's Kate. And this song popped into my head. Anyway, do you remember that movie, The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston? It is bringing me back. It's bringing me into the feels of junior high and a junior high, was it a junior high dance or high school dance? Junior high, I think. Slow dance. Um, I don't think I had too many of those in junior high, but I know I had one to this uh, song. And I know I had the soundtrack because I think the song, it's become recent and popular year or in the last like, year or two, I think, as a like, TikTok sound or trending sound on Instagram. But what is the song? Uh, Lovely Day by, is it Bill Withers? (laughs) Why do I know his name? But I used to love that. I played that song on repeat from the Bodyguard soundtrack. I believe that's correct. Okay, I'm gonna have to go and check this out after this episode. But it is fitting, actually, that that song popped into my head, because I am recording this on Valentine's Day. And it's going to be releasing Friday. So happy Friday to everybody. If you're listening on Friday, but it is Valentine's Day. And I have to admit, I love Valentine's Day. And I know that not everybody feels the same, but I don't know. I just, I think I just love anything, like an excuse to celebrate something just because it makes the day special and it's kind of something to look forward to. And I was talking about this on my Instagram stories. I did a little post on my Instagram story. And what I talked about was this little hack that I picked up years ago when my daughters were very small. And I learned this hack from Gretchen Rubens. She's an author. She had a podcast. I don't know if she still does. But she talked about the joy that celebrating minor holidays could bring into your life. And oftentimes holidays are, you know, the big holidays like Christmas, for instance, Um, and maybe even birthdays, there's pressure involved and, you know, expectation involved. But when we look at these minor holidays, most people don't expect anything big to happen on these days. And nothing big has to happen on these days to make them special. But by celebrating them in some way, it really can add more happiness to your life. And that's what I found with our family. So what I did many years ago was head to my local dollar store and I bought a really cheap, probably $2 tablecloth with hearts all over it and some different heart decorations, a little heart centerpiece. I don't know how much it costs, probably $15 total for everything. 
and I've had that same little setup every year. And so I decorate the table up, you know, put some of these hearts around. And I always do that in the morning before the girls wake up. And then they get a little, their little Valentine treat. And then I usually make a special breakfast. And lately it's been waffles or crepes. When they were little, they requested crepes a lot. Uh, Lately, it's my homemade waffles, but just something a little different that we don't, you know, I don't always make for breakfast. I make them an egg sandwich every single morning. So this is something very different and something that just makes the day a little bit special. And then at night, our tradition was to make pizza. Well, I'd make the pizza dough and then the girls would shape them into hearts and make their own kind of pizza. And then we would set up a restaurant and they would be the servers. And my husband and I would pretend it was a restaurant. And anyway, they always got a kick out of that. Um, This year, we have had pizza. We had pizza for Flick Family Fun Night on Friday. And did I talk about Flick Family Fun Night before? I can't remember. I'll talk about it another day. Too many things to talk about today. But we had that on Friday, and then yesterday we had our end-of-the-year fun basketball practice, and we had pizza at that. So I don't think pizza's on the menu. And also, I'm realizing I don't want to really prepare anything for Valentine's Day. I kind of want to get takeout. So I think we're just going to get takeout tonight, so I'm kind of excited about that. But the girls, I know they're going to be, they'll be excited about that as well, even though it's not, like, totally on tradition. It's still something that's special because it's takeout in the middle of the week. And then at the end of the night or usually, you know, tomorrow morning, I will just take all the decorations down, put them in like a big Ziploc or a plastic bag and put it away until next year. So it's just one day and you're reusing all of those decorations that you bought at the the Dollar Tree and just, it just enhances the day. It makes it special. Even when the, you know, my girls are older now and the looks on their faces when they get up, they're still excited. It doesn't matter how old you are. You still get that excitement of, okay, this is a little bit of a special day. It's something different. And especially this time of year when the days can feel long and things kind of feel monotonous, you know, in those months of February, March, April, it's nice to have something like this that kind of breaks it up and to look forward to. And I kind of feel that way about the Super Bowl. I was talking about the Super Bowl in my stories as well. Like the Super Bowl is very nostalgic for me because it's been something that's quite celebrated in my family. And I always look forward to the Super Bowl. It always meant that we'd be getting together with family and we'd be eating really delicious food. So it was something that I always look forward to. And it's funny, my daughter, my youngest daughter, was actually sick this weekend and she's a real sports fanatic. She loves watching all sports on TV. Like she is the biggest sports fan in our family, 100%. Like she'll watch any sport on TV. She just absolutely loves it. And she was sick during the Super Bowl, so couldn't eat the food or anything like that. And yesterday morning, she said, I just wish the Super Bowl was a week long because now it's like nothing to look forward to. I just want to be able to celebrate it all week. And she's funny. She literally stayed well she stayed we stayed up and fell asleep after you know I fell asleep before Rihanna and then woke up and watched it and then went to bed but we PVR'd the game and then she had to even though we knew the outcome of the game 
the next day she had to watch the whole game, which ended up being, it was such a good game, but she wanted to see every play, see the whole game. She just loves it. Anyhow, the point of celebrating the Super Bowl and celebrating Valentine's Day, I think, is just having an opportunity for something different in your day, something to look forward to, something to kind of break up the monotony of your Monday to Friday or your weekly routine or your weekend routine, just doing something different. And it always just feels so nice and energizing to me. Anyhow, I just love I, I love a celebration. And this hack, though, is so great for me because although I love a celebration like this, I am terrible at planning anything. I am not a Pinterest mom, quite the opposite. I never gave my kids those elaborate birthday parties. I just had no interest in it, probably because I wasn't good at doing that. So these minor holidays are more my jam because I can go to the dollar store, get these decorations and put them up. It's simple for me. It's something within my skill set that even I can do and put it away for next year. And we all experience a boost from it. And everybody in our family enjoys it. And it feels like a special day. And we do the same thing for St. Patrick's Day. I have all the coins and the green beads and the shamrock tablecloth and shamrocks to put up everywhere. And we just enjoy having that day as something that's special in our family. So that's my little happiness hack for you today. Get yourself to the dollar store and celebrate the crap out of those minor holidays. Okay, so before we get into this week's episode, which is all about Reiki, what is Reiki? Going to just tell you a bit more about the healing modality that I love so much. But before I do that, I do have an exciting announcement to make. I just released new training dates for Reiki Level 1 and 2. This is my intensive training that goes all weekend, 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Atlantic time, live on Zoom. You can be anywhere in the world and take this course. I had a student last session who was in Los Angeles, and she was up at 5 a.m., and I had another student in Costa Rica. So it doesn't matter where you are, you will still receive the attunements or placements and become certified as a level two Reiki practitioner. And that this is why I love technology and the internet because I get to connect with so many different people from around the world and I feel really grateful for that. So if you would like to sign up for this training, I will leave the link below. There is an option for a one-time payment or there is a payment plan available as well. If you do register before March 4th, Okay, March 4th, you will receive $25 off your tuition and you just need to use the code EARLYBIRD, which is all caps, EARLYBIRD at checkout to receive $25 off the training. And as always, I have one-on-one -on -one Akashic Reiki sessions available for animals, for people, live on Zoom or totally remote. And all of those offerings are available on the link below as well. You can find my offerings on Instagram at Oracle Lightworker. And if you have any questions, you can always email me at OracleLightworkerHealing at gmail.com. Alrighty. Alrighty then. <laughs> Jim Carrey in the house, y'all. Have you seen? By the way, I've posted this on my Instagram stories. Have you seen the woman, uh, what is her name? Heather? Heather Lawton? I can't remember what her last name is. But she 
is a Jim Carrey impersonator. She's a comedian and she is so good. Like it is unreal, actually, how much she looks like Jim Carrey and her mannerisms. She's got him. She's got his number. I had to pause and figure out what her last name is. It's actually Heather Shaw. Go check her out. She is funny, but oh, her Jim Carrey impersonations, impersonations, <laughs> impersonations, <laughs> they make me laugh. Anyway, she's really funny. Okay, again, how did I get here? Alrighty then. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the program, Kate. Um, welcome to Heal Here Podcast, episode number nine. What is Reiki? <laughs> All right, so today's episode is just a little introduction. I could do a million episodes on Reiki, and I'm sure I'll do more than this one. I know I will. But today is just your brief introduction to what Reiki is for people who have heard the term and are like, what the heck is Reiki? And you know what? Some people hear the term and are immediately are kind of drawn to it, and they know that they're meant to learn more. I do strongly believe that Reiki will call to you. Reiki will draw you in. It did that for me. And if you are meant to work with this energy in any capacity, it will make its way to you or you will be drawn to it. I always find it so interesting how that works. And I've heard of some people actually signing up to take a Reiki course, a Reiki training, and had these people had never experienced a Reiki session before. I've had students who have only had one session, but after the one session, they just knew that this energy was pulling them and guiding them towards it. So they they followed their guidance and signed up for the training. So what is Reiki? The word Reiki actually is not referring to a healing modality. And most people believe that. And I believe that when I, I first started working with Reiki. Reiki is a Japanese word the rei, R-E-I, meaning spiritual wisdom, and the ki, signifying life energy or life force energy. And if you look at many cultures around the world, there is a non-physical energy that is referred to. If you hear, you know, prana, chi, ki, these all represent life force energy. It's actually interesting to note that our Western culture is one of the only cultures that doesn't have a special or unique term to represent life force energy. And to me, that says a lot. It's because we haven't put any importance on life force energy and the healing benefits of energy. And so I think that there's so much that we can learn about healing from other cultures. So when we are talking specifically about Reiki, we are talking about a special kind of key, a special kind of life force energy that is spiritually guided. This is what blows my mind about this energy is that it actually has a consciousness. And when you have a Reiki session, when you have a group session, for, for instance, and I have offered free group sessions in the past, and I have group experiences during my trainings, it always blows my mind because the energy will work with each person individually and give each person the healing that they specifically need. And it's because it has a consciousness and it is spiritually guided. So this is a very, very intelligent energy. So when we talk about Reiki, often people are referring to the healing modality. 
And if we are talking about Reiki, the healing modality, then an easy definition for that would be that it's a Japanese healing technique for stress reduction and relaxation that promotes healing. I mentioned in a previous podcast that I was drawn to Reiki when I was having a lot of issues with my leg post-surgery and conventional methods weren't really helping me and I was kind of desperate and I went for physical healing but I was blown away by the mental emotional healing and spiritual healing really that I received. The best way I can describe the energy itself, Reiki, would be love in frequency form. And this frequency is something that everyone can have access to if they are attuned to Reiki. And I will be talking a little bit more about the placement or attunement in a few minutes. When we're talking about Reiki, it's important to understand that it is so much more than a healing modality. It's honestly a complete system for that sets you up for personal and spiritual growth. And within this system, there are meditation practices, there are guiding Reiki ideals, there are the placements and attunements that I just was talking about, there's hands-on healing, self-healing, distance healing. So there are many facets to this modality and this energy will guide you. If you seek guidance when working with the Holy Fire energy, you will receive it. And that's something I talk to my students about is setting that intention that you are open to receive guidance and healing from Reiki, from that spiritually guided energy. And it's amazing to see how your life will change and your life path will change. And I am living proof of that because I've mentioned this before, but I had zero intention of working with the energy in this way, of teaching Reiki, but I allowed myself to be open to the guidance and I set that intention that I wanted to be guided. And right now I am following the guidance. I am always following the guidance and open to the guidance. And it's just been so cool to see where it's led me and where it's leading me. Another quality of the Holy Fire Reiki energy is purification. It allows you to release any energetic blocks that may be making you sick, that may be causing stagnation in your body. Every organ in your body has a biomagnetic field, and the sum total of the biomagnetic fields creates your aura, okay? And thoughts, if you think of the thoughts that you think every day, every thought holds an energetic charge. Everything is energy. Everything is literally energy, and a lot of people don't realize that our thoughts have an energetic charge. And low-frequency thoughts create negative ki, which is called bioki, okay, negative life force energy that alters your biomagnetic field and your aura. So this bioki, this negative ki, creates blocks and stagnation within your body. And these blocks and stagnation can lead to different physical or emotional illness. So Reiki is able to penetrate the auric field and help clear out the stagnation, clear out the blocks, which enables your body to come back to a place of balance, to a place of homeostasis. And that is so important if you want to heal. The body cannot heal when it is out of balance. And the body knows how to heal itself. The body can heal. I've just seen Reiki come in and clear out some of this energetic stagnation so the body can do what it needs to do. Do what you came for. 
what you can't is that rihanna is that from the super bowl what is why has this always happened to me it's like oh don't you know what you came for okay i obviously don't know the lyrics back to reiki something that you know a little bit more about another amazing quality of the holy fire energy is that it allows you to peel back the layers and many of us have layers of accumulated conditioning from our childhoods from our past life experiences potentially from society so many of us don't even know who we really are we haven't been in touch with our authentic selves since we were very young children so this energy and I've had this personally happen and it's been mind-blowing it's enabled me to peel back the layers and remember who I truly am and it's just been honestly mind-blowing how many times have I said mind-blowing this podcast game changer The last quality I'll talk about with regards to Reiki is that it actually empowers you and it empowers you to move forward on your path and instills courage and faith and trust in the divine plan, in the universe. And I've really seen that unfold in my own life. And you will start to notice that the people and resources, courses, teachers, they will start to show up. Okay, when you work with this energy and I've set the intention that I want to be guided and led on the path that helps me reach my full potential, that helps me heal and be of greater service to myself and to others. It's it's amazing the the things that happen and the opportunities that pop up and the courses and the teachers that appear. I'm just going to take a little time now to go over some of the benefits of Reiki. First and foremost, stress reduction, relaxation, anxiety relief. Those are the things that come to mind when I think of Reiki and particularly what it has done for me in my life. As I mentioned, I was going in for physical healing, not realizing at all that what I really needed was emotional healing and that I was struggling with anxiety. And I don't even think that I realized how bad my anxiety had gotten and It gave me relief, a sense of relief after my first session, which was really unexpected for me. Other people go to Reiki for that physical pain relief. And I know I had a session with a client who had been struggling with shoulder pain for quite some time. And after our session, she messaged me after and said she couldn't believe it, that the pain was gone. And she was so amazed by it that she signed up for my course soon after because she was just blown away by the relief that she had received from this chronic arm pain that she had been suffering with. And it's interesting, she was already a Reiki master, a Yusui Reiki master. And after her session with me, she felt really drawn to the holy fire energy and knew that that was something that she needed to work with or wanted to work with. And that is commonplace that people who are already trained in different lineages may decide to also be trained in holy fire reiki and there's no reiki that is better than any other reiki it's whatever reiki that you are drawn to and that resonates with you the most but after my client had that experience during our session she knew that this was something that she was meant to be working with as well I also meant to say with regards to physical healing that I personally use it all the time. I know my daughters appreciate when I can give them Reiki after they've sprained their ankle, rolled their ankle, if they have a stomach ache or a headache, anything like that. 
I'm always giving them Reiki for that. I give it to my basketball players and my team. There are a lot of little injuries that Reiki can always help with. And even for myself, I mentioned on my stories the other day that I rolled my ankle. I went over on my ankle just on a walk because the pavement was uneven and I apparently have loose ligaments. And I hobbled over to this concrete slab and I sat down and I just gave myself Reiki for five minutes. And honestly, the pain just greatly subsided and I was able to continue with my walk. And right now, like my ankle, this is a few days later and my ankle is totally fine. I I wouldn't even know that anything happened. And in the past before Reiki, I've had these incidents where I would go over my ankle like this and I wouldn't be able to walk for a couple of days. So I'm definitely grateful to have this in my little toolbox. This energy is also very personally healing, and it is especially wonderful if you are doing inner child healing or inner child work. For me, this energy has really helped me dive deep into my inner child healing and go back to my childhood, and it's revealed to me so much about why I am the way I am today and just about my childhood traumas. And we all have childhood traumas, okay? It's that's a whole other episode. It doesn't mean you had to have an awful childhood to have childhood trauma, okay? Our parents are imperfect, flawed individuals just like us. And it would have been impossible for them to parent us perfectly and parent us in the way that perhaps we needed to be parented. So this energy has been a fundamental part of my inner child work and my inner child healing. I already talked about chronic pain or physical pain, but just to also add to that, Reiki helps accelerate healing on all levels. And it does this by bringing the body back into that state of rest and digest or parasympathetic. So we have our sympathetic nervous system, which is our stress response, the fight or flight. And then we have our parasympathetic, our rest and digest. And that's where our body needs to be for us to heal. But oftentimes, many of us are in a chronic state of fight or flight, and we have no idea. Okay, this modern modern life that we be living... (laughs) can be hectic and crazy. And a lot of us don't even realize that we're in a constant state of fight or flight. So Reiki can help guide you back to that parasympathetic state where you can heal because you can't heal if you're stressed. And that's why stress, in my opinion, stress is the root of many of our health concerns and issues. So when we can bring our body back to that place of rest and digest, back to a state of homeostasis, help it shift into the parasympathetic, that's where we can heal. Another thing Reiki is amazing for is for sleep and insomnia. I know that when my mom was sick, she was having a lot of issues with her sleep. And I would give her Reiki uh, pretty much every single night. And if there's ever night I didn't, it seemed like she didn't have a good sleep that night. So I would distantly uh, give her Reiki in the evenings and she would sleep more soundly, she reported to me, and have an easier job falling asleep at night. So if you are someone who struggles with sleep, then knowing how to do Reiki on yourself or being able to do that for a member of your family can be a game changer. Reiki is also amazing for animals. And having this gift, if you become attuned to Reiki, you can be giving your animals Reiki and it can be such a gift and so supportive. I gave Reiki sessions to animals even before I was 
specifically trained in animal Reiki, you can use the Reiki in the course that I teach, Reiki Level 1 and 2. You can 100% use this, the frequencies from that course. Okay, you're, you're going to receive four frequencies. Three frequencies are ones taught within all if you take a Holy Fire course, but you get a bonus frequency because my master teacher, Purnima, um, perceived a new frequency with a symbol. So you'll get four frequencies from my training. If you do feel compelled to take the Animal Reiki course, which is another amazing course, and I was guided to it for personal healing. It's an amazing, amazing course for empaths. And if you if you self-identify as an empath and have trouble being, you know, out and about in crowds because you pick up everybody's energy, I see you. And this energy has been so supportive for me in that way. It's a very special frequency that's supportive for empaths, but also for animals. And most animals absolutely love Reiki. They are very drawn to it. And I even see in my Reiki level one and two, during the energetic portions of the class, during the placements or experiences, you will notice your pets come into the room. They want to be there for the energetic portions. And it's so interesting because they are definitely drawn to this energy. Another thing that Reiki is super supportive for is anyone who is in the hospital, whether they have an illness like cancer or maybe they're preparing for a surgery, it really helps with lowering anxiety and stress and even those pain levels for people that are experiencing that chronic pain. We're seeing Reiki being used in more and more hospitals and I had the opportunity to be in the intensive care unit at uh, our hospital in Prince Edward Island here and giving Reiki uh, to someone and that was a very profound experience in my life and I just see how it can benefit other people in a hospital setting. There's been a lot of studies. I have one here that talks about they they had 46 patients that they divided into three groups and one group received three to four 30-minute Reiki treatments throughout their hospital stay, and a second group received the same number of placebo Reiki sessions that were not actually Reiki, but they were told that it was a Reiki session, and a third group received neither Reiki nor the placebo Reiki, and every group also received standard medical care, and the researchers found that those who received Reiki saw significant reductions in pain, blood pressure, breathing rate, and anxiety pre- and post-surgery, and greater reductions than the other groups. This study can be found on PubMed, and I can link it in the show notes if anyone's interested. It's called Effects of Reiki on Pain, Anxiety, and Blood Pressure in Patients Undergoing Knee Replacement, a pilot study. And this was done by Anne Linda Baldwin, who's a holistic nurse practitioner in 2017. I also forgot to mention that I had the opportunity to give my mother Reiki when she was in palliative care uh, last year. And Reiki can just be so supportive for anyone who is at the end of their life, who may be suffering in any way. And it just helps to make that transition process uh, more comfortable. And it's very healing for both the, the person who is sick, but also for the family members. So it's a beautiful gift that you can give to someone at the end of their life. So now I want to take some time to talk about the placement or attunement that allows you to 
connect with the energy and flow it through your body so that you can then share it with other people or perform self-healing on yourself. Those who practice traditional Yusui Reiki would call this an attunement. You're being attuned to the frequency of this particular life force energy. And in Holy Fire, we call this a placement. It's essentially the same thing. You are being connected. You are becoming that conduit for the energy, but it is just done in a different way. The process is done in a different way. Um, Yusui traditional versus the Holy Fire. So they have a different name for it. So this placement actually permanently changes your energy field in a way that allows the Reiki to flow up your heart, crown, and palm chakras, and it creates a special link between you and this universal energy. These placements are so beyond healing. The personal healing I have received from doing, from receiving a placement has been transformational. These blocks clear out any blocks or stagnations to prepare you to be a conduit for the energy so that you can then share this energy and channel it to yourself or to others. There are many types of energy healing. There are so many different life force energy frequencies. This attunement or placement specifically connects you to the Reiki frequency. And again, if you take holy fire, it will you will be a conduit for the holy fire energy, which is a very refined, spiritually conscious energy. One thing to be aware of is that once you receive a placement, your frequency changes. You are vibrating at a higher level, a higher frequency. So things in your life that are no longer vibrating at the same frequency as, as you, like things that aren't in alignment anymore because of this frequency upgrade will fall away. So that can mean relationships, habits, um, you know, it could mean a change in career if your job is just not resonating anymore. And even when I think of the habits, for me, it happened even before my attunement or placement. It was just when I was getting Reiki sessions. I think that having that interaction with the energy led me to a place where I realized that alcohol was no longer in alignment with me anymore. And I do attribute that to Reiki. At the time, I didn't make the connection, but now I've made the connection that once Reiki came into my life, things started to change. It's funny, I'm thinking of wrapping up this episode now and I'm realizing there's so many things that I wanted to talk about and I forgot to. I'll add one more. Even though I should probably do a couple more episodes on Reiki, I could do many, many more. But children, being attuned to Reiki is so supportive for you and your family. And I don't know who said this. I One of the Reiki master teachers said this. It could have been Colleen Benelli that she is of the belief, and I am of the same belief, that the world would be a better place if every family had a Reiki practitioner in it, somebody attuned to Reiki. And this energy is just, it's pure love and it's healing. And when my kids get a headache, when my kids get injuries, which they get a lot because they play a lot of sports, when they are feeling stressed or maybe down, I am able to give them Reiki. And it's very supportive. If they can't sleep, I will, you know, cuddle up in bed, especially my youngest loves to receive Reiki. And she will tell me like, oh, can you come and give me Reiki again before I go to bed? I had the best sleep. And it's just such a special 
tool to have. I feel like it, every mother or father should have this tool in their little parent toolkit because it just feels like a magic, I don't know, the magic wand that you have that you can support your children in this way. And it's just so comforting to everybody in the family. So with that being said, I think we will wrap up today. And, you know, that's enough. That's Reiki in a nutshell, what it is, some of its uses. There are so, so, so many uses. If you are feeling drawn to Reiki and you feel guided to take a class and you think you'd like to learn from me, I would love to have you in my class. And there is an upcoming training on March 18th and March 19th, if that suits your schedule then yeah, sign up and I will see you then. I hope everybody has an amazing rest of your day. And if it is Friday, bring on the weekend and yeah, take care of yourselves and feel free to holla at your girl if you have any Reiki questions. All right, take care.